Football is around the corner, and we are ramping it up over here on the Ringer NFL feed in the month of August. Every week, Ben Solak and I will be bringing you not one, but two extra point takens. That's right, double the trouble as we predict, debate, and analyze our way through camp and the preseason every Monday and Friday. But that is not all. Steven Ruiz and I will be coming to you every Wednesday. We'll talk about everything in the world of the NFL. And who knows, maybe Steven will even have something nice to say about your favorite squad. Though, frankly, I wouldn't count on it. Subscribe to The Ringer NFL Show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow The Ringer NFL on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Ringer NFL. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser, but I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I wanna wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive that sets the pace and seating for up to seven adults with zero to 60 speed that throws you one moment and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability, no system no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new champion. But I'm better than you. And you know it. D-M-D. Acknowledge me. Well, ding dong, hello. Embrace the vision. And we want the smoke. Lately, he just hasn't been very oozy. Heard worldwide. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wednesday Worldwide. Worldwide. A proud member of the faction known as the Ringer Wrestling Show. My name is Ben Cruz, and I'm a producer here at the Ringer. With me, as always, my tag team partners, senior editor at theringer.com, Cal Davenport, and of course, the super producer. Here at the Ringer, Mr. Brian H. Waters. Guys, I just looked at today's date in wrestling history before we hopped on here. <sighs> August 23rd. There are three major title changes on this date. August 23rd. It happened in 1999, uh-huh. 2009, uh-huh. and 2015. Can either of you name at least one of these title changes that happened on this date? 99. If we talk at August twenty third, August twenty third, Mick Foley. Go ahead. Uh, Mankind beating Stone Cold and Triple H. No, or is it Triple H? It's the there next you go. Wrong. Yeah, wow. there you go. Wow. Triple Ch- H wins his first WWE title. That was ninety uh, nine. Yeah, on, yeah, nineteen August twenty third, nineteen ninety nine, Monday Night Raw, Damn. his first title over Mankind. That's that's great. This is why. Brian Historian Waters. No, Brian uh, is today. great with that yeah, stuff. Yeah, he, he pulled. What was the other ones? The I, other two. And what was the other 2009, two? 2009, CM Punk okay, beat two. Jeff Hardy in a TLC match for the WWE title yeah. at SummerSlam. The other one, 2015. 15. Oh, wait. Is it world title? Twenty Wait, 2015? It's it's world title. There was a world title on the line. Uh, oh. Uh-uh. Wait, is I was going to say, is that Suplex City? Mm. But that would have been was 14. 14. S- oh, Seth Rollins winning. Yeah, there's a winner take all wow. match between Seth Rollins and John Cena. Seth Rollins wins the US title after some help from, wait for it, John Stewart. Uh, and oh. you know what else happened that night? <laughs> what a weird sentence. What a weird sentence that was. No, for real. Uh, and, and also, we, we was talking about heels before we hit the record button, which people should yes. know. Check out uh, the heels post Facts. show every week, right? Every here Friday, on the that's right. Shouts to Shoemaker, shouts to Ben Lindbergh, yeah. There was also Stephen Amell. He that's, was right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Wow. Look at <laughs> that's damn. right. 
Okay. Again, Brian Historian Waters. We Man, might have to. <laughs> the, the, the stats you've got lodged. I see. I'm, I've got too much nonsense loaded into my brain. I, I, I wish I could remember the. I can, wish I could remember those dates specifically. How do you right. do, Brian H. Waters? Is, is is that? Have you always been that talented? Have you have you not noticed the title belts behind Brian? <laughs> he probably has them dated too. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> He's got all the he's got all the winners like the Stanley Cup listed on the back of him. Facts, big facts. Uh, yeah. He's what a legend! What a what a great great poll by Brian H. Waters. <laughs> all right, let's kick things off the right way with some high spot headlines, and you know the deal. I'm going to read out some of the biggest headlines in the world of professional wrestling from the past week, and whoever wants to tag in and let some thoughts fly, let them fly. First up, on the heels of All In. This upcoming weekend, Chris Jericho said he almost had a cinematic match with Mike Tyson. (laughs) That's an SEO headline if I've ever seen one. Uh, Cal, you seem to be laughing the most. (laughs) Wait, what? I'm trying to yeah, yeah. Talk, talk, talk through through your thoughts here. Well, Mike, I mean, Mike Tyson's a boxer, right? Like we've seen, we've seen Mike Tyson wrestle before. No, but this wouldn't this be the way to hide the fact that he's never done it in a cinematic but match? I mean, like, it, 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 if you're going to make a cinematic match with Mike Tyson, I feel like they're just going to shoot like a 20-minute movie and it's going to be like a lot of chase scenes and a lot of like like worked fighting. It, like uh, what's uh, They Live, the iconic scene in They Live with, uh, right. with, with Roddy Piper uh, where they're fighting in the alleyway. Um, I, feel well, like it's so- go- I feel like it's going to be that. Now that you said that, I mean, th- that was basically kind of the idea. We we're a quote from Jericho. We were going to do it in New York, like an alley fight, basically. <laughs> uh, so you were right. You're right on uh, without even you know clicking on the actual I, headline. I, was, I, I had no, I had no idea that that, that was. I mean, I guess I, it would be funny. I with something like that, with something with Mike Tyson, you can do it as long. I think as long as he understands like what's going on and you make it funny. Now I, I, I you can probably, oh, you get, have to, yeah. you could probably get him on board and there probably will be moments where it'd be funny, but I just, I, I would, it'd be interesting to see how that, that stuff would connect how, how, uh, how they would be able to create I, whatever 15, 20 minute match. I don't know if it would be good though. I don't have faith. Well, he did team up with Jericho in 2009, 2010. Um, well, November 2010. Uh, and I they remember... A, he was like mm-hmm. his enforcer or something, or they had a match? No, so they was teaming up to go against DX, and then the whole switcheroo, and he joined DX again. So it was kind of like a ruse. So it wasn't like a, you know, you're not going to get a collar and elbow, obviously. But right. I think, you know, Mike Tyson's a performer. There was... Rumors that, you know, it was that fight he had with Roy Jones Jr. that he mm-hmm. didn't go all the way in because he wanted to do what was best to make the money. Right. So, yeah. you know, he's a performer. I, I think it would be it would have been fun. It would have been great. Like you said, for SEO headlines, uh, it would have definitely worn some crossover appeal. Uh, yeah. And Mike Tyson is a wrestling fan. He loves right. the business. I was at the, when he got inducted into the Hall of Fame back in Miami. And you just hear his passion and talk about, like, you know, growing up being a huge Dusty Rhodes fan. Um, So I I think it would have been fun, Uh, you know, especially during time of cinematic matches. I think that could have been one that would have definitely brought eyeballs. People know who Chris Jericho is. You imagine them promoting this on, like, the the basketball shows that come on. Uh, Just them talking about just because it's Mike Tyson. I mean, this would have been everywhere, first of all. Like Facts. mainstream sports Facts. channel, like ESPN would have picked it up. All everyone would have picked it up. It would have been reposted on social, like you wouldn't believe. And then look, man, the opportunity, if you're if you're gonna make it a cinematic match with Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. have some hangover cameos, little maybe a little Bradley Cooper, <laughs> little Ed he Helms, he little go. Zach Galifianakis. How t- uh, Tony Tony Khan is, is quit. This is why he didn't want to do it. He's quivering at, w- at what the uh, the bill would have been for this cinematic match. <laughs> That's right. It would have for a 15, 20 minute match would have been in the millions and millions of dollars. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Also, also, you could have made a 
a little nod to to Mike Tyson's biting history, right? Maybe he bites Chris Jericho's ear. You you put a little special effects in there, right? It's there, there, uh, a I think it would have been fun. There's, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot you could do. Um, I you want you would want to see that, like right yeah. now, like 2023 that got booked for All Out. You'd want to watch that. Oh, I don't know about booking it for All Out when you're you know that's like a wrestling purists show, right? But put this on. I don't know. Rampage. Revolution, <laughs> rampage, <laughs> collision. Uh, who's not watching that on a Friday night uh, or Saturday night or that's, a Wednesday night? You know I what guess, I mean? I, I, yeah. I, 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 w- I guess I wouldn't be surprised if I saw this on on Collision. I, you're, you're right. I don't know if I want to watch it though. I'm, I'm past. But well, because but, yeah, you're you're, you're anti uh, team nostalgia freaks. I'm just saying, like I <laughs> look, I I've I've seen I've seen Mike Tyson in multiple stages in his career in the ring, mm-hmm. and I like seeing Mike Tyson now chilling on a couch doing podcasts. You know, getting high as shit on a completely podcast. obliterated. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I I like that for him, and I'm not I'm, I'm not saying it wouldn't be a ball, but it uh. You know, again, I, I I I don't know if I need that at this point. But no, but again, don't get me calling people out their name. I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, that's fair. Are you guys in general still in on cinematic matches? They got to be done right. Yeah, that's how I feel. Talk to me on what is right though. Like, what's your well, definition you guys, of a right well, cinematic the, match? I guess there's a couple of different ways you can do cinematic matches, right? Like. Um, you could, in in a way, you could look at like uh halftime heat, you know, with the the Rock yeah. and, and Mankind's um fall. Or what was it? The empty arena match. Right. They they did a good job of both making it, it like it being a match, like they're actually wrestling, but mm-hmm. they added some of those like extra camera angles, like like it was low key like ahead of its time, but you could very also, yeah. Like you could all like if if you 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 don't want it to be too heady, you don't want it to be too much. Like, and I mean, you, there's only so many times you can do a fiend versus John Cena, you know, Firefly right. fun because that that was a complete like. All it's right, on the other end of the. Uh, let's the go hang out with there. Mike Tyson for a bit. We're gonna write this script about John Cena's life, and then we're gonna turn it into a pro right. wrestling match. But uh, some of them can be fun. Like I, I would say, go go watch like Briscoes versus Briscoes. You know, the fight on the farm. That's a really good, solid, just like pro wrestling match. That's also, uh, you know, it, it, you you know that they took some time to set up a shot a different way or whatever, just because it added to the elements of uh you know, what you're able to do when you're not in a crowd. You'd have a crowd out there in the middle of a ring with when everything's live. You know, that I like seeing that type of stuff. Right. Hollywood, do you have a favorite cinematic match? Uh probably AJ Styles versus Undertaker. Between uh, that and that was John good. Cena and Bray Wyatt. Like those two matches I really enjoyed. Uh but at this point Unless it's like halftime heat where it's cinematic, but it's not overly done. Right. I I, I could be fine without it. Okay. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. Damn. Next. <laughs> Anti-Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood is anti-Hollywood. Hollywood's <laughs> on strike. That's what it is. Yeah, Hollywood's on strike. Right. You don't want to see no the... type of cinematics. That's what it is. That's right. That's wow. right. He's a, He's not crossing the picket lines. He's a, <laughs> That's what's he's up. A, That's what's yeah. up. You got to stay loyal. Stay loyal. He's standing to with him. That's facts. No, stay, stand, stay strong with the unions. I feel it. I feel it. That's right. Next up on High Spot Headlines, Big E wants to see Xavier Woods become world champion. Now, we, uh, this is kind of the second headline that we've gone over about uh, Woods making a singles title run in the last couple weeks here on the show. There's now Big E going to the extreme, not extreme, going to the top, saying that Woods deserves a world title run. Um, and I think we all agreed that it would be awesome to see Woods in general just have a singles title run. This headline led me to question this question. And I want to pose it to both of you. Will we see any of the New Day become world champion ever again? Because that that Kofi thing still leaves a horrible taste in my mouth. I'm, I'm still waiting to be cleansed from that. Yeah. yeah. In that fashion, 
Not just losing the title. Losing the title in that fashion. Yeah. With Brock. Will we see them do it again? Will, will, will Woods get it? Will Kofi get it again? E obviously is the very dependent on his in-ring return. But for as legendary as a, of a faction as New Day is, and ha- you know, given their track record, is there room for them to do it again? Yeah, I mean, I could see Xavier Woods getting a world title. Like, I, I think the thing is, is how long? Like, are, are they willing to have him be world champion? Because first of all, I'm going to assume that it would be for the world heavyweight title currently. I'm, I'm sure. I, I, unless they're planning on doing something else with Roman Reigns in the next like five, six years. Um, <laughs> but it. it if they're, if he's going to be taking the title off of whoever has the title at that point, it's going to mean something. And it's just a question of, are they going to be looking at that as more of like a transition to somebody else getting the title or if they would actually be trying to back him as champion? I don't know what you, Brian, I don't know how you feel about something like that, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's that he's ready. He's, mm-hmm. he's he's cutting the promos of his life on, on IG and on any type of speaking arrangement he's at. He can, it's, he seems like he can carry the rock. It's just a matter if they want to give it to him. Yeah, I'm team Xavier Woods being world heavy um, world champion. I think he gets it, um, and I think they that just solidifies New Day in a whole different level. You know, I, I would love to see Kofi get another opportunity at it, especially with this new belt. But I definitely mm-hmm. see Woods doing it. Um, I've been saying for the longest time. I would love to see this. A black man with a PhD as a world champion and pro wrestler. Come on now. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, and, and all the stuff he does for the gaming community. You look at now WWE is kind of more embracing that side of things. What Single-handedly better, because of him, by the way. Yes. Bingo. Yes. Talk about 100%. it. 100%. Shout out up, up, down, down. <laughs> yes, sir. Facts. Big facts. And just imagine him going to E3 with the world title. Oof. Oh. You know, or Comic Con, like, yeah, all, yeah, all these yeah. places. He just, given his talents and and just hosting and just his natural charisma, you could see him doing the rounds on like late night shows, oh, yeah. on morning shows, right? The, the things that all these world champions have to do. And right now, obviously, Roman dominates a lot of that when they have to promote, you know, the PLEs. Woods could do it with his eyes closed, man. This this oh. dude just, as Brian said, he just gets it. He gets the business. He gets the stuff that's adjacent to the business. And man, I mean, again, what he single-handedly has done with Up, Up, Down, Down is mm-hmm. is pretty freaking incredible when you think about it. Because they WWE didn't know what to do with that, right? That property. And now they fully embraced it. There's a freaking belt, the <laughs> Up, Up, Down, Down Championship that they sell on WWE Shop. Right. Uh, so it's it's full. And again, Woods is just, he just freaking gets it, man. I would love to see it. I would love to see Kofi do it. Too, what, you know what I mean? What if 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 Xavier Woods wins the, a world title? Where does that put? Because we, I mean, we talk about we we talked about a conversation not too long ago about uh, factions and and, mm-hmm. and what, what what tag teams are number one, what factions are number one comes up a lot. Would that notch the new day higher up on people's lists when you've got a situation where not only are they, you know, uh, uh, uh historic tag team champions multiple times over, but they all three, all of the individuals have also been world champions. Cause even, absolutely, even groups like Evo, did evolution. I don't, I'm not saying evolution didn't have tag titles. They may have had tag titles, but I yeah, feel like I, I remember them more for a lot of those world title runs. And, and there may have been like a secondary title, but I feel like Newton, New Day may 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 gain some more clout on that greatest of all time group list if uh, X is able to get get a world title. I mean, from this standpoint of they never turned on each other to get there, mm-hmm. right? Like Facts. you want to talk right. about Evolution as individual champions, and that, that's true when you look at them individually. But again, they turned on Orton the second he won that <laughs> shit, right? Mm-hmm. Batista turned on Triple H the second he had an, uh, an opportunity, you know, after the Rumble, thumbs right? Down. Just a lot of thumbs up, thumbs downing over here. Yeah. Like, we're in Gladiator. But, um... <laughs> same with the Shield. I, I, same yeah. with the Shield. They had to yeah. turn, they had to separate in order to kind of get there. And New Day has been adamant, right? That they are not, they don't, they feel like they don't have to do this. And so far, they've been correct, right? There's no he, need. No He's had a, has a has a world title run under his belt. So does Kofi. 
Um, this would definitely put them in a in a different stratosphere. I feel like if Woods is able to kind of complete this, uh, th- you know, the trifecta here with a with a world title run. So, trips make it happen. Uh, yes. you know, g- g- give the new day their flowers, their well deserved flowers. Last one here on High Spot Headlines: Shelton Benjamin wishes the hurt business happened with live fans. Comments that a reunion is possible. Mm. Uh, do we need the Hurt Business back in 2023 with live fans? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Just like Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair got to run it back at WrestleMania. Just mm. like, you know, I hear people talking about Drew McIntyre should get a world title run now because he didn't get the, I mean, let's go, you know, hurt business. There was a lot of people who, when that pandemic started and throughout the pandemic that said, all right, let's, let's, you want, you want the company on my back? Bet I'll put, I'll put on my back and we, we can ride out Lashley and the whole hurt business. They, they did what they were supposed to do during a crucial time during the pandemic. So yeah, I, I don't know if, the the 2023 hurt business is necessarily needing i mean i don't know where mvp is right now i don't know like i don't know if they would have shelton and cedric on there only because bobby lashley and street profits really feel like they got something right there and i don't know how many more people you want to add to that mix before you start you know like saying all right we're we're a squad let's go but i'm with a reunion on tv yeah uh, that's the thing right there. I think it's when you add the street profits, it's like, do you want to start something and stop it? But before that, I would absolutely say, yeah, for the, all the exact reasons you just said, like we were talking about running things back, run mm-hmm. back the hurt business. It really just hit me like, wait, they wasn't in front of live fans. They right. wasn't, um, fans didn't get the chance to experience that. You imagine just this visual, little children coming to wrestling shows in suits. <laughs> I know they were heels, but we're in the era of cosplay, right? Right. Yeah. You know, um, some some little kids to ask their mom if they could put their church clothes on to the rest of the show. <laughs> say that. <laughs> that would be amazing. Now, I would, I would pop. I would start wearing church clothes to the wrestling show. <laughs> That's a fantastic idea. Facts. <laughs> I, I can't say nothing else. You hit it right on the head. Oh man, that would have been funny. That would have been fun. Uh-huh. That would have been a lot of fun. The next, the next show that we all go to live, we're all wearing suits. I got to bring my one suit to the show. Yeah, we can <laughs> yeah. do it. I'm down. But uh, I three pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> three piece suits, uh, some different colors. We'll we'll coordinate. We'll figure yeah, this we'll, out. We'll that figure way, it out. We'll figure. They'll, they'll, and then they'll we, see us ooh, ringside. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean. I hope that they they give the time right now for Lashley and the Prophets to figure out whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. right? Because you're right, Cal. They, they have something. There's just something about them that all pops off the screen. It fits. Um, together. And, you know, I think with the thing with the Hurt Business, they did pop off the screen. They were fantastic. I think mm-hmm. MVP had a lot to do with that, too. Right. Uh, kind of being the mouthpiece of that squad. And I think the difference between them... And, and, you know, this current iteration of Lashley and the Prophets, is, I feel like Lashley and the Prophets don't need a mouthpiece, if that makes sense. Because mm. uh, I think I think Montez can go. I think yeah. Dawkins can go. And, and Lashley can hold his own on the mic. Um, whereas, you know, Shelton and, and Cedric were great, but I wasn't really clamoring for them to be on the mic. You know what I, I mean? It was, I it was like, if, if, if MVP is talking, I'm going to listen. If Lashley's talking, I'm going to listen. Shelton and, and Cedric could put on bangers, but I wasn't really clamoring for, for that aspect of them as professional wrestlers. And, and that, that's totally fine. Um, but they, and the Hurt Business was great. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I might be more excited about this, this current group with Lashley and the Providence. And that, maybe that's just me being a, a Street no, Profits I, stand. See, this, see this, Ben, this is the thing. This, this is I'm a, for... for, for the person that calls people nostalgia freaks. This is where I have to start like being real with stuff because <laughs> yeah, a Shelton Benjamin can still go. You put him oh, in yeah. the ring right now. You're going to yeah. get a, you, you, you can get a, a solid five minute match. You can get a solid 15 like minute aged. match. 
at all, at all. He's yeah. gotten better. And a lot of that's because he, he spent a good amount of time over in, New, over in Japan. Like he was, when he wasn't in WWE, he was just over there getting better. But I think... They're also older. I mean, more Shelton than Cedric. But Shelton's been around for a bit, you know. That he was back back when Shawn Michaels was having his second run. There's a, there's, a, yep. there's a classic yeah. match that he has with Shelton on TV. It's like he's super kick. Yeah, we, we've we've seen him around and seen him do a lot of amazing things. I think at this point, the last week we were talking about WWE and maybe they're trying to create new legacies, create new you know, uh, Titans and, and, and kind of crush some of these old records that are out there. Um, we're in a situation where maybe, you know, it's, it Shelton should still be around, but I don't think WWE is looking at him to be a, another faction member right now. They probably would be trying to draw from somebody else. I don't want to say trick Williams, but it would be somebody like that. I think who they would want to add to make it like a solid four man squad for what it seems like Bobby Lashley's got going on. But, uh, I, I will say this WWE, if you want to bring a reunion and bring Shelton Benjamin back, I'm ready. I don't care. I, (laughs) I, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I don't want to step on anybody's progress at all, but it just, it seems like that Lashley and profits connection is, is, is kind of strong right now. It's the one. There it is. You heard the drop. It's time for They Said What? The three of us have listened to The Masked Man Show and Cheap Heat, as I'm sure all of you fine listeners have as well, because, well, you already subscribed to our wonderful feed here on The Ringer Wrestling Show. But we get to do something I'm sure you all wish you could do from time to time, and that's respond to a take dropped by the likes of the legendary David Shoemaker, Kaz, Peter Rosenberg, or Stack Guy Greg, and of course, Dip. And for today's edition of They Said What, we're going with our guy, Kazim Femuide, who hijacked the cold open question of the week <laughs> on the Masked Man Show, a completely legendary move. Brian H., play the clip. It got so pointed a conversation where I said, I honestly think Beth Phoenix would be a bigger pickup for AEW than Edge slash Adam Copeland would. And <laughs> you responded in a way of disgust that I don't think I've ever heard from you and just said, hit record. <laughs> so now there we're is here. No, if the question is, is Beth a bigger pickup than Edge for AEW? The answer is absolutely not. Now, I don't know. I'm going to read I, your mind. You're going to say, oh, the women's division could really use her. She's yes. a living legend. I, I would say I would say Adam Copeland, as ill as it would be to see one last run of matches with the Hardy Boys, running with Edge and Christian, uh, a possible FTR match, and I'm sure we're getting to that later in the show. The women's division could really use not just a name well, brand, but somebody who could who could really craft what that locker room should be is her body of work would be so respected i think the women's division overall would elevate wow (laughs) i've never i've never (laughs) it's been a while since i've i've seen dave uh just (laughs) really react uh that (laughs) aggressive has loaded the clip up he let him all fly too and i mean i i I agree i agree with him cal lead us off okay go ahead all right well oh you were in you're well, in on this well I'll say I'll say this. I, I agree on one point and I don't like I don't need to see Edge and AEW. I don't need to see the Hardy Boys and Edge in 2023. <laughs> I don't need I the only thing that I think would be cool is an Edge and Christian something, just because of them and their chemistry. I don't uh-huh. need to see them wrestling either. Like I, I love Christian. I don't need to see Christian wrestle at this. I've seen this stuff so many times that I I do not but but the women's division is great. I think they need something. For, uh, if you would have asked me four or five months ago, it would have been Mercedes Monet. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's Beth Phoenix, but someone like Beth Phoenix who has the the, the accolades, who if they I believe Beth Phoenix was wrestling last year. I feel mm-hmm. like Beth could at, could still wrestle in matches on a regular basis or a AEW schedule basis. But uh, I, th- it would be it. I think Beth Phoenix could be a bigger shot in the arm for some of the women in that division than what Saray has been able to be. Who she's there and she has a presence, but I don't think 
the I don't think that's worked out as much as I kind of hoped it would have been. Um, un- unless I'm I'm missing it, but I I I understand what Kaz is talking about. I think that I could, that that may be the shot in the arm that the women's division needs. Brian, you were uh you were on the record mm-hmm. when this take was dropped and just released into the ether. What was your reaction <laughs> then? And now that you've you've had a couple of days to digest it, how are you feeling now about it? Um, I definitely feel like Beth Phoenix will be a great addition. I do think she could make a bigger impact for the sake of the women's division as far as the locker room is concerned. Like, Soraya is cool and all, but based off, and this might not be fair and all, but based off what I see on Twitter, her going to trolls all the time, Mm. I don't really see her as a locker room leader the way I would Mm. see Beth Phoenix would be. Um, And I feel like she would be that strong veteran uh, yes, they have a Mercedes Martinez over there, but she's more, it seems like she's more in the Ring of Honor locker room. Right. Beth Phoenix, who can literally say, I've done it all, I've been to the top, and I know how we get there. It also gives Beth Phoenix an opportunity to get some of those dream matches off that it doesn't seem like she's getting in WWE. Like, right. Beth Phoenix and Trish Stratus having these type of runs, I'm loving it because we got excited seeing, you know, the, the saying is AJ Styles is, what, 40-something? And mm-hmm. Ric Flair was 40-something when he was doing that. But when it's the women's turn, it always seemed like, oh, they're too old. Like, we saw that a lot right. with Mickey James. So mm-hmm. I think Beth Phoenix over there would be phenomenal. I think it would honestly be a bigger moment because I feel like Edge goes over there. It's going to be the big pop. We're going to get the dream matches, the him and the Kenny Omegas. I know he could close some chapters, as Kaz would say later in the show. But then it would be like, and what? Right. Right. What's the point? That's fair. My question with this is if Mercedes, if the Mercedes plan went actually to plan and she didn't get hurt and she does mm-hmm. show up there, is the answer still Beth Phoenix? Because you're you're both correct in that, you know, the women's locker room could use her, the, the women's division could use her now. Because, mm-hmm. you know, again, we we've talked a lot on this show. Just about how, you know, they, they've said all the right things about focusing on the women's division in AEW. The execution, depending on who you talk to, has been pretty hit or miss. But, so I get, you know, Beth being a stabilizing force. If Mercedes has been there this, you know, whenever she was supposed to debut, is the conversation still the same? No. I, I think if, if Mercedes is there in AEW and... Not, I, she said world tour. I don't know how long she's planning on stopping in some of these spots. But uh, if let's say she was there from whenever she won the N- NJPW Strong Women's title until now. Um, I feel like the division would be different. I, th- mm-hmm. I think what Mercedes adds... I, like I, and I think you can have similar conversations with Mercedes and Beth about their experiences, but because of what Mercedes has gone through, she's probably going to be giving you different aspects of the pro wrestling world than what Beth Phoenix would. And plus, and, and this is not a knock at Beth, but I think the in-ring stuff would be a lot different. They they probably mm. would be trying to focus more on putting together five-star matches for, for the women's division on a consistent basis, because I don't know if Mercedes is going to be trying to not have a five star in AW with some of the you know the, the competitors that they have over there. But and and Beth can Beth can have a solid match, but I think it, they're going to be totally different styles altogether. And it, it'll be dope, but it'll be different aspects of, of pro wrestling in general. So yeah, I think the conversation would change. Um, and I'm not saying for the better or worse, but I think it would be a different. Um, situation over there. Mercedes was implanted in there for a bit. Right. Brian? See, I, I think, honestly, the conversation's kind of still the same. I mm. think that mm. it's still Beth Phoenix would be the bigger get for mm. AEW, especially if mercedes Monet is over there. We never got them in a one-on-one match, and I think it would be a situation where you finally see somebody who's been where Mercedes has been, mm-hmm. kind of like oh, man, this is, like, this is the moment, like, the person that could be essentially her heater or her, you know, the answer. She would be, this may be blasphemous, but she would be, like, if 
Andre the Giant was alive and he arrived in WCW after mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan came over and uh-huh. he was the world champion. That's the way I say it. Or you could even say, like, if Mercedes is Ric Flair and Hogan comes over to WCW, just finally having that other superstar mm-hmm. that would come over and kind of like now you have a match that could possibly main event an AEW pay-per-view. Was was Beth, Beth Phoenix, was she there for the women's the tag titles? They was, at, they was at WrestleMania, um, WrestleMania 35. They was in the tag match together. As far as the mm. women's evolution, I'm not sure, but I believe she may have been on in the commentary role of some sorts for uh, NXT she may have at the time. But she wasn't, like, in-ring performing at the time at all. Yeah, they'd never been in, like, a serious program together. And that's the way I think they would build it, like, you know, like Mercedes. two different eras. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I th- you guys might have convinced me. I, 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 <laughs> I was on the edge side just mm-hmm. because of the I'm name sorry. recognition. But with that, I, I'm, I'm down. You know what? Let's take a quick break, and we'll fantasy book some Beth Phoenix in AEW for, for a couple <laughs> minutes. We'll be right back after this break. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida. We'll be in New York. You want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. And we are back. It is now time to go to the Wednesday Worldwide Hotline to see what you, the people, have on your minds this week. Hollywood, tell us who called in and play the clip. So... We are going to Brooklyn, New York, and to hear from John. Hey, guys, it's John from Brooklyn. So with the rumors going around that Bad Bunny may headline the Super Bowl halftime show, I had a question. If Roger Goodell came out as a massive wrestling fan and said Bad Bunny could have one match on the Super Bowl halftime show, who would you pick and what would be the result? And question number two. If he says that the only way that they can have the match is it has to be Bad Bunny against Roman for the title, and Roman has to lose to Bad Bunny, would you allow it or not if you were WWE? That's it. Have a great show, guys. Bye. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's a crazy Off the top question. rope. John, yeah, for real. off the top rope with the, with the call. Uh, uh, Brian, so the- I'll, let, I'll let you kick this off. Because this is fascinating. This is a fascinating hypothetical. Seriously, mm-hmm. you're, you, let's just say this: your 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 Ravens are in the Super Bowl, yeah. right? Now, Bad Bunny has a match mm-hmm. at halftime. At Who are you going with? And you can answer the Roman question along with it too. Oh, Bad Bunny, and I can pick anybody. You know what? I'm gonna go off the limb. Let's see how over this guy is. Yeah. Let's do L.A. Knight. Oh, wow. <laughs> L.A. Wow. Knight at the Super Bowl. Oh, uh, you know, uh, I- I'm at the sideline. We're going to really fantasy book this. I'm on the sideline with the Ravens, and you got half a Ravens nation there, and they, you know, L.A. Knight, born in Maryland, born in Hagerstown, Maryland, you know, so home state in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But, um, wow. That's yeah, so, funny, L.A. Knight. Yeah, that sounds funny. fantastic. 
And I, I like think that. LA Knight will make sure it'll be a good match and he'll show everybody and, and this will prove his star power. Wow. Okay. Put him <laughs> to the test. And would you, the other question on there, they say it's Roman. Do you have Roman drop the title to him? No, 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 no. No way. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we, we're chasing Bruno. We don't stop, no. stop that for Bruno. Oh, Michael Hayes said it best. As much Bruno. as I hated the quote when I heard it the first time because it was at the, the Royal Rumble in Philadelphia, you don't stop worldwide plans for one night or one city. And putting a title okay. from Roman Reigns onto Bad Bunny, I mean, we did say a few weeks ago, right, that it would have to be done. It will be done in a big way. I don't know if you get any bigger than this. So I understand mm. where John is thinking. Ooh. But nah, not, it's, not my tribal chief. Oh, it's a, it's a hell of, okay. <laughs> you, you, so you're no, I like, I like the LA night booking. Mm-hmm. Cal, who are you booking <laughs> against Bad Bunny? And then we'll get to the Roman question. But let's All start right. off with who are you booking? My my initial I'm gonna I'm gonna give you with my initial thought, but I'm not this is not the person I was gonna pick. Okay. Initially initially I was gonna say Logan Paul. But I I I fear like with Logan Paul, the thing is that he's not like he's wrestles for WWE. I don't look at him as a WWE superstar. <laughs> so I would <laughs> want somebody who is a, a a WWE talent to get that 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 push. I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think this match ever happened. Did we ever get a solo Bad Bunny versus Dominic Mysterio match? <laughs> that was mine. That not, was going to be mine. That it, was going to be mine. If not, that's what I'm booking at the Super Bowl. Oh, oh my no. God. That's oh, what it man. is. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben. No, no, no. Yes. Right. Just, yeah. That would have been... But 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 you gotta well, th- do my only question. Y'all gotta do the entrance. So is Bad Bunny? Would Bad Bunny be doing a concert and in the middle of the concert, it's a wrestling match? Uh, let's keep right. flushing this out. Absolutely, that I'm, fantastic. I'm trying to think. Like, so this would be like a four or five minute yeah. match at most. Like, how long is how much time are they really going to give them to have a match in the or, Super Bowl? Or you you have Bad Bunny do one song, right, and then the rest of it. It, mm-hmm. The Super Bowl halftime show is what? 30, 15, supposedly 15 minutes, but it's like 30. So they said the performance is 15 minutes, but yeah, you, you I feel like it's about 30 minutes a mm. lot. So yeah, you could have a banger. <laughs> uh, you could have an yeah. absolute banger for sure. Uh, What's, so, so wait, I'm sorry. So what you do is you have uh, whoever he's facing gets played out. Some, like uh, There's like a live bl- band that would play Dominic Mysterio's music and then Bad Bunny would have to enter playing whatever the song that he was playing when, Chambea uh, yeah yeah yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Would, he would come out to that performing that and then they, like would the band be playing music while they would be wrestling like what are people watching no, no, no. at the Super Bowl well I mean it's a good point my only concern with putting Dom in this spot uh-huh. is he wouldn't he wouldn't get the heat from that mm-hmm. wrestling crowds give him right the, I'm sure that Casual NFL fans who are just there to be seen would be would be a little confused about Dom Mysterio. You'd have uh, to book, you. I feel like if if I put Dominic Mysterio in that position, I am banking on yep. him being able to be just casually on like <laughs> NFL program and just being like the biggest dickhead. Like every team, yeah. he doesn't like any team. He's an asshole to every commentator. <laughs> like you know, I, I think Ooh. you you kind of build that. So by the he does that on on You're NFL right, programming. Like I think you, right. you, if you can build it right, I think you can start to bring some of that pure white hot hate for for him to the NFL crowd. That's, but that's good. you know that's a that's a job for Triple H. That's right. Or somebody uh, else. I don't know. Okay. Uh, and wow, that, that's that's good booking. So and 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 the other question that John had: Would you, if it was Roman, do you have him drop the title? Hell no. Oh hell only, no! Only only because again, if if the match is good, I mean, we're talking about a banger, but we're talking about like a. Fi- I got I got to factor in how Bad Bunny's going to overcome. Roman Reigns in like seven minutes at the Super Bowl. Like, is, is someone going to be spiking uh, Roman Reigns' Gatorade? He's going to be like disoriented to the point where Bad Bunny can hit him with spiking something and knock him Gatorade. out. Like, you know, I, I, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to figure out how it's going to play out in my mind. And I don't know if, I don't know if Bad Bunny can take out Roman in seven minutes. 
so here here's mine. I, I I say he does beat him. Damn. Right. And and this is how. First of all, the exposure is insane. Like you, you got to capitalize on this. Of course. The Bruno record is nice and all. <laughs> A match for the for the title at freaking the Super Bowl halftime show. Right. Uh, you got to pull out all the stops, and by all the stops, I also mean you have the Rock interfere wearing an XFL shirt, cost oh, wow. Roman the title, and I did. The internet might shut down. No, I think that's that would be the Rock in an XFL T-shirt <laughs> and taking, helmet taking out Roman so Bad Bunny could win the title. Yeah, and that's how you would start the feud. He's wearing a full-on helmet, right? <laughs> He just gets he gets speared in the middle that Roman does, and you're like, "Who's he's, who's under the helmet?" It's just Michael Cole yelling, and then Rock takes off the helmet. Come on, oh, that's good booking. No, that's really good booking. That's good booking. We're, we've had a lot of hood reveals lately with the uh, the bloodline. We're doing a helmet reveal at, so, at the Super Bowl. Well, uh, you could, well what right. I'm saying, but but if you want, because the Super Bowl is only a couple of months before Mania, you could book. Roman Rock Bad Bunny triple threat for for the title <laughs> at Mania. That's right, uh, the, and then you you know at in Philly, in <laughs> right? Philly. Oh in yeah, Philly. yeah, let's go in Philly. Let's, let's go. Let's not let's forget. Go. Like, Paul Heyman has lawyer ties, so you could get that pop that Ben has, right? And then Paul Heyman say, "By the way, the match yeah. was not sanctioned, or something wasn't signed properly." <laughs> right. That way, you get the moment. <laughs> Yeah, you can pull some shenanigans. Yeah. And, and Roman and Rock didn't win at halftime heat. And he doesn't <laughs> want Roman to win at halftime right. heat. Goodness gracious. Man, that's that's right. genius. There's a lot <laughs> going on there. That is genius. I like that. I like that. I like what Ben said. I, I like what Ben said. I that's why that's why the best way to kick off your Wednesday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're <laughs> fantasy booking a halftime wrestling <laughs> match. <laughs> At the Super Bowl. Let's go. One of the wrestling podcasts is doing that for Let's you. Go. I do. That's my shit. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, um, a big shout out to everyone mm. who left us a voicemail, whether they Thanks. said what takes. <laughs> we can't get to all of them, but we promise we'll get to as many as we can. Peep the description of this episode for the phone number to call in and drop your take. And we'll do our best to get them on the show. Uh, all right. Before we get out of here, let's hit on last night's NXT and tonight's upcoming Dynamite. Uh, we each picked the biggest thing that stood out to us from NXT. We'll talk about one more in depth. Cal, take things off for us. What was Come your on. biggest NXT takeaway? When the, it was it, All right. It's, it's the main event, but it's the shot of Wesley... The ref, I don't know his name, the, the the announcer, I don't know her name, and 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 Carmelo Hayes. And then when they're like, this is the first time uh, two two African American men have, have faced for the NXT title on a main event of a, of an NXT show, like that that piece of history right there is 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 my moment from the show. Okay, all right, it was a good one, it was a fantastic one. Brian, what do you have? Uh, just just to be on the safe side, I want to uh, just a shout out, follow with Cal. The names is Alicia Taylor and Dallas Irving. Okay, Dallas Irving. Uh, no, no, it's no. I'm, I'm. Thank you for educating me because I, I saw the, I saw the shot last night, and then I watched the match this morning, and uh, it's, it's the main thing that sticks out to me. But yeah, shout out to the both of them, and and, and shout, shout out to that moment. Yeah, shout out to that moment. That was definitely up there for me. But I think we talk about the women's division going mm-hmm. in a uh, different lane and stuff. Ah, yeah, the possibility. Of Becky Lynch inserting yes. herself mm. right there. <laughs> she mentioned she hasn't had that title. And that's right. I mean, you bring her on Tuesday nights, ratings yeah. are through the roof. We see what Raquel and coming down there, you know, that's her home. That's her former home. She came down there to mix it up with Rhea. So I just think women's wrestling as a whole in NXT, but especially inserting Becky Lynch. Wow. Yeah. I like that. Uh, mine was uh, was jogging off Trick Williams, uh, mm-hmm. kicking off the show. Mm-hmm. Trick Trick's a star, man. I mean, we, we talked about him as a potential or what a what if if you know he were to join the, the faction over with Lashley and, and the Prophets. I mean, but that dude's a star, and again, I, I hope there's no. It's not a situation where you know he turns on Mellow or vice versa. I know there's there was some tension there on the show right. last night, but man, that match was a. Uh, 
it was a hell of a match to kick off a uh, heat wave. So, like th- th- but yeah, Trick is is great. And Joganov is just that dude's a monster. You know, at, at the drop of a hat. Looking at tonight's AEW Dynamite, what's the one thing you're looking forward to most, Brian? What do you got? Man, you know, I want to see Jack Perry retire this FTW Championship. I am. Yeah, I, I am. I, I never thought. I'm I would super curious about see that. the day. Yeah, I was the most critical person. I did not like Jungle Boy at all. But man, <laughs> I am all in right. on Jack I, Perry. I, I agree. I, I I like stuff like that. I like when the, the thing that people like gets a uh, gets a uh, shit on by by the heel and and, and j- just to do it on. I, I love. I like where they're going with Jack Perry. I don't know if it's going to be a success, but I like where they're going with him. The, how I knew I was a little bit more in on Jack Perry than I thought I was was when they announced this that he was going to retire it. I started to think, yeah, what this this title just showed up out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they just like Taz brought it in, and then uh, we're just supposed to treat it like a real right. title. You know, it's a uh, it's like the Joker when you're like, he's got a point. Um, yeah, it's logic. <laughs> Batman. Yeah, let yeah. Him, so let him throw it out. That's uh, it, it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what he does tonight. Guys, that is how you do Wednesday. Be sure to check out our other Ringer Wrestling Show offerings because we are coming to you every single day of the week. We've got the Masked Man Show with David Shoemaker and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays. We've got Cheap Heat on Tuesdays and Fridays with Peter Rosenberg, Stack Guy Greg, and Dip. And you'll find Wednesday Worldwide smack dab in the middle on, of course, Wednesdays. If you're not already... Be sure to follow us, subscribe, and hit us with those five-star ratings here on the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. Cal, Brian, tell the people where they can find you on the socials. It's, it's, it's still at Cal on Twitter, um, at Cal Delb on Instagram and threads, uh, and TikTok. Um, but uh, that's not about me. It's it's about Brian H. Waters. Brian H. Waters, where, where can they find you, and, where, and where, where else can we be found? All right, so you can find me at Brian H. Waters on Twitter, Threads, Instagram, TikTok, Spill, I guess. Damn, I'm about to shut <laughs> that quiet, quiet um, for Spill. But Real more importantly, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> bye-bye. But more importantly, make sure you follow Ringer Wrestling on Twitter, Instagram, Threads, and TikTok. We've got some exclusive TikToks. Uh, I may even work on some exclusive threads, maybe live tweeting Ooh, the recording. There we and, go. And, you know. Just just a couple of points to get people engaged on there because you know threads go quiet, for threads quiet too. over there. So yeah. It is, yeah. It it's, uh, it yeah. started off hot, came out of the gates hot. It's, Facts. It's, 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 you know, it's slowing <laughs> down, but it's, it's got to find its legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow me at Cruise Control. It's Control with a K on Twitter, Instagram, Threads, but most importantly, follow at Ringer Wrestling on Twitter, Instagram, Threads, TikTok, all of it. That's where you'll find all of our best stuff. Uh, thank you very much to Brian Hollywood Waters for producing this episode, making us sound better than we should be. Gentlemen, thank you as always for the Graps Chat. Everyone else, we will catch you next week. Worldwide.